Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Connor Hogan, PhD. You're welcome to The Doc Connor Show. Here is a book to change your life. A book to change your life, you say? Really? Well, the author will tell you differently, as in affirmatively. They mean it by the actual book title, because it is really a book to change your life. Because it is called The Alchemist. Aha, alchemy. That will change something, eh? Paulo Hulo. He is a Brazilian author, and we're going to look at him right now for a minute or two, and then we're going on to the actual book summary and review, because this book is one that I really enjoyed many years ago, and it's one that's still a top seller. But first, who is Coolio? Paulo Coolio was, well, he was Brazilian initially, and he was one of the most influential authors of our times. If you're looking for personal development, self-development, trying to become aware of more things, this book is for you. I tell you, yes it is. You see, his books, not just The Alchemist, the one I'm going to talk about in a second, his books have sold more than 170 million copies all around the world, and I mean it, around the world. And it's been released in 170 countries. And again, there's 80 languages plus and counting that have actually translated his works. Now, he was born in Rio de Janeiro after the World War II back in 1947. And he knew quite early on that his vocation in life was going to be for writing. He was a theatre actor, then a director, as well as a journalist and songwriter. So there's a lot of writing there, a lot of putting into place planning and actually, well, acting and producing things, getting things from the mind side to the tip of the pen right into action. He collaborated with a Brazilian composer by the name of Raul Sixas, who gave possibly some of the greatest classical rock songs in Brazilian history. Then in 1986, a special meeting led him, led Paulo, to make the pilgrimage to San James Compostelo in Spain. Now, the road to Santiago was not only a common pilgrimage at the time, but also a turning point in Paulo's existence. Because one year after that, he said the pilgrimage was an autobiographical well, novel that began, really began his writing career, kicked it off as such. So the pilgrimage is a book to look into. Now, Kuro then published The Alchemist. So you can see how close by to the initial book and the initial kind of self-discovery that this pilgrimage was to him getting onto the tip of his pen, the top of his bill, the alchemist itself. And it has lasted the test of time. But initially, it was slow to sell because even his first publisher, well, they wanted to drop the novel. But it went on then, of course, to become the best-selling, well, yes, the best-selling Brazilian book of all time. Other titles that Paulo became famous for was Brida back in 1990. Now, two years later, he had a book called, well, Valkyries. And that was followed again a further two years later by The River Piedra. 
I sat down and wept. He has had international awards. He's had prestigious international awards, in fact. And he's been covered by many, the publisher, insofar as he is hot property, even years and decades later. The United Nations have honored him. He's just a, well, a well-known author. This book, The Alchemist, is an interesting one. You see, it's based on a, well, a guy called Santiago. And this Santiago chap is an Andalusian shepherd boy who just really wants to travel and travel the world, not just his locality. It's, of course, a mystical story also. Now, Santiago's quest leads him to, believe it or not, riches. Now, okay, initially, right now, you're thinking that sounds like, you know, a fairy tale. Uh, maybe, maybe not. But remember, it's inspired by Paolo's walk, Paolo's way in Spain those years before. So, back to Santiago and his riches. Well, this is where, essentially, he reckons he'll get satisfaction from. Better satisfaction than he's even ever imagined. So, the book takes us on Santiago's journey, essentially. And it teaches us about wisdom. And not just wisdom, but the essential wisdom of knowing. And knowing by listening. And listening to what? Well, listening to what's in our hearts. And understanding that our hearts give us opportunities and from those opportunities we need to recognize what's going on we need to understand what and how to take that opportunity from these times of listening and learning we begin to well santiago initially began to understand the omens that were put along life's path and from there, Santiago learns how to essentially follow his dreams. Put quite simply, people, humans, we too easily just give up on our dreams. The universe is, well, always ready to help us fulfill them. You see, Santiago was a shepherd and he loved, like many shepherds, his flock. But he couldn't but notice the limited nature of the existence of the single or plural sheep. Only food and water is what they yearned for. But they never lifted their minds or their, their, their heads really up to look at the green hills or even the sunsets around them. He was, that is, Santiago was, looking at the sheep in a way that the sheep looked at things very simply, looking for their bare needs. Whereas they never looked around themselves to look at all the beautiful things Santiago as a shepherd would have seen. Now his parents were also kind of mentioned within the story. And they have continually struggled for the basics within life. And they've looked at their own ambitions and just forgotten about them. They've smothered them. The life in the beauty that is Andalusia, which tourists like flock to yearly. This quaint village with its beautiful hills is not just a place of dreams, but a place where the story begins to take shape. Now Santiago, in his own mind, read into the fact that he wanted to leave that place. He wanted to go and travel. So in the story, he goes into the town one particular day and decides to get rid, to sell some of his sheep. 
And there he encounters a couple of people. One is a gypsy woman, the other is a tramp king. And both urge him to simply follow his omens and just go, leave what he knows in the world. And the gypsy points out specifically that the pyramids of Egypt is where he will find treasure. Now, that is a crazy notion. I mean, right now, if you're told by a gypsy person that you're going to find, well, all riches in the pyramids of Egypt, would you actually believe? Or would you think of all the millions of people that have gone there, that you could be the one person that finds these riches? Hmm. So, believe it or not, Santiago believed the gypsy and off he went. And there was his work and discipline gone because he wanted to go on this adventure. But he wasn't devastated. Instead, he took security, realizing that he was on the right path. He just felt that he was on the right path. Now, after that, of course, he traveled. And that's where the book goes into much more detail. Now, following the dream is the message here. Looking at, I suppose, your intuition and following it. And knowing that the universe is conspiring to give you what you want. Just because the universe doesn't give it to you right now what you want, it doesn't mean you're not going to get it. This is the, the prime message, the main message of the alchemist. So 1993 was its release date. And here we are decades later, and it's still overselling many, many more books in its genre. There it is in a nutshell. That is The Alchemist. This is a book that can change you. It also looks at love and the remarkable things that happen during love. So if you're willing or wishing to change your love life, perhaps it's the book for you. Paulo Coelho is the man. He's the guy, the famed one. So if you want to look into that book, The Alchemist, go and, well, read it and see what you think. See how it reflects and, well, redirects your life. If not, thank you though for watching because if you haven't already subscribed to this channel, Please do, if you have though, thank you very much. Until next time, thanks for watching and have a wonderful day.